Welcome everybody to the Bake Repairs radio show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. And I meant to tell you to do the start this time. Oh. You wouldn't have liked it though. Welcome everybody. No, I can't do it now, can I? It's too late. You did it before for a bit, but you didn't like it, did you? Do you no, remember? I don't, it's like I don't like walking in front. It's the same sort of feeling. She did it for a while though, so who's she? Who's she? Where does that saying come from? The cat's Who's mother? The cat's mother? I've yeah. no idea. Oh, you see, I want to know Who's now. she, the cat's mother? I know, I mean, where could that possibly have come from? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I won't have time to look at this today because I have the enviable task of taking our daughter to a shopping centre <laughs> to find a trench coat. Oh, I actually think we're going to be successful. Well, it's August now and all of the autumn rangers will be in the shops. I know there's something next, and there's a big next. Right. And worryingly... There's also a Harrods. Isn't, no, is it Harrods? Try Selfridges. Selfridges. Is it Selfridges? Yes. But didn't Harrods go somewhere? Yes, I think so. Yes, yes, but, but let's just pause for a moment on the Selfridges. Selfridges, because, yes, yeah. I, I found a number of trench coats in Selfridges. Oh, you did? Oh, yes. no, designer ones, they're like a million pounds. Uh, no, no, just 1,700. Oh, stop it. Yes, yes. What designer? Was it like Gucci or something? I can't remember. No, no, it was, an, it was a weird name. Oh, don't take her in there. No. <laughs> Well, I might do just fun. I might just say to her, look, we, look, can't, we can't afford anything. Here, you're not having a say. She wouldn't want. Through. She wouldn't also, want a 1700 Don't talk coat. to anybody. Because <laughs> I'll feel guilty Gosh, when we leave. Speaking crazy. of expensive things, I saw an advert the other day for the most amazing television I've ever seen in my life. It's this little box that sits where your TV sits, and it's only about two inches tall. And when you want, when you want to watch your telly, you turn it on, and the screen rolls out from the box. Up. It's a bit like one of those things in school where they pull up the... Is it not like that? No. Oh, right. It is, but it isn't. Now, in those days, you used to have to push up a thing. Yeah. You used to hook it yeah, on the top. And yeah. it was a nightmare. And the yeah. picture was rubbish. What were they called? I can't... Overhead projectors. Yes. I think. This thing is like the most amazing screen you've ever seen in your life. I wonder how it rolls, though. It, it must... It, it's... And the screen is also... It, 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 it looks metal. It must be bendy. Must yeah, be... I know. I know. I know, and the screen is like, it, it's like rollable, it's called rollable OLED technology. Rollable? Yes, rollable, like, rollable. Oh, rollable. Not rollable, not it like a deodorant. Like a pen. No, oh right, okay, I was thinking of a rollable pen. Rollable. Now, folks, is before, that a word? before you get excited about this television, unless, of course, you're Rockefeller. Yeah. <laughs> who was Rockefeller? It must have been the man who set up the Rockefeller Centre in What's New that? York. I don't know what that is. The Rockefeller Centre is where the big tree is every year. Oh, And okay. they put an ice rink okay. underneath it. That's a big one. That's a big tree. That, that, that's uh, elf, elf, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's £27,000. Yeah. That television. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I'll skip that then. Seeing as we don't really watch the telly very much, it seems, for, for a, moment, it I was seems a little bit... I was excited because a, a TV that disappears... That's exciting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I like the idea of that. Absolutely, I do. Now, look, we've got a show to do today, and we're tackling quite a meaty subject. And I'm hoping, Kay, that you've thought of at least one positive one. A positive outcome? Yes. Mm. Oh, come on. <laughs> look, <laughs> hopefully I'll refresh your memory as we walk. Yes. What we... I mean, it, it, it's a meaty subject. And we're not going to call it things we've learnt... Since COVID, we're going to call it things we've learnt in the last two and a half years. Yes. Yes. Because that's a much more positive spin yeah. on what's been... You see, in one sense it's been challenging, but in another there are things 
that have come from it, which are positive. And we're going to touch yes. on all of that today. I'm going to sneeze. On our lovely walk. So before Kay sneezes, we'll see you on a walk. <laughs> oh, I didn't make it. I didn't make oh, it. Oh, sorry. I haven't taken a hay fever I tablet. tried. Oh, that will have blasted everybody's no, ears out. Well, I'll have just have, had to have... Uh, edit it. That's fine. Well, no, I won't edit it. I'll just trim it down. Oh, OK. Right. OK, sorry. Everyone. So if the volume dropped there, that was because Kay sneezed. <laughs> or maybe I did edit it because it was so loud. I tablet. <laughs> Do you want me to get you one before no. we go? Uh, no, it's all right. I'll get one when we get back. Okay then. Oh, do you want to get me one? Okay um, then. Well, leave your shoes on, it's fine. No, no. You're not dirty. I don't walk in three places. Um, but yeah, you know which one, don't you? It's madness actually. The, uh, the foliage has just gone crazy. And I was running yeah, in the woods this is. morning and the path, which got ruined because of we had terrible winds here yeah, last yeah, November and a lot of trees came down yeah. and there's a wood very close to us which I've been running through since 2015 and one of the paths probably the best path got absolutely ruined with three trees down yeah. and they're still there now because it's not like a managed wood where people would go in and do anything about it. I mean, no. I suppose it's good in a way because that's what happens in nature. Trees come down and that's it. Yeah, But it's true. what's been so interesting is the path has been there and accessible and you can still go down it yeah. until this hot spell. And I think because, well, I don't really know why, but it's like gone Jurassic Park. Really? Literally since the whole It's spell. really surprising because we've had very little rain. We were talking there the other day and what we've what we've sort of had is every so often we well, might have had like a moist hour. <laughs> yeah, I mean we, we have had a couple of times where there's been a little bit of a downpour, so it must be that and actually as we're walking here now the grasses around us, the sort of common area grasses they're still quite green and I know in some parts of the country down south everything's just yellow you yeah know? that's because they've as much as our heat's been bad their heat's been way worse yeah I mean the south of as as always in this country you know they're closer to the equator yeah even though you know we're a small country but it's still still you know that does make a difference yeah, crumbs. And what it's really it? the one of the main reasons I would never ever live, you know, down south. No, in fact, I think we'd probably choose to go further north. We would, we would. Whilst the temperature may not drop that much. You know, a degree is. <laughs> it's a bonus. It's a bonus. It really is. So, well, I don't know how to start now because maybe I, I was going to say, I should, but I, maybe I will start. I want to leave a positive one to the end though, because I don't want to just have. So I'll try and. <laughs> Let's go that way first. So the question is this: Over since 2020, you hear a lot of people talking about this, and I remember we did a thing where we got asked that question somewhere or other. What what positive thing have you learned? This was in the middle of lockdown. We uh -huh. did some interview or something or other, yeah. and we got asked that question and. I think people have a tendency, and certainly we do, we have a tendency to always look on the bright side. Mm. But I just think that, I mean, even in the midst of, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, because what I'm going to start off with yeah. 
I think it's something which you've heard a lot of people say, and this is exactly right. And it actually leads into, it leads into a negative, which I'm sure will come up later, but one of the massive positives, I think, of the last two and a half years was the forced, and this sounds wrong, but the forced family time. Yes. You know, the, the right, everyone is together yeah. under one roof. And that yeah. is as far as it goes. Yeah. You know, yeah. there is nowhere to go. You have to succeed. You have to make the best of it. Yeah. You have to entertain yourselves. And my goodness, we did. Well, we did. And, you know, we're a family of three. So I, I understand people with bigger families, it was a lot more difficult. But. You know, Bryony had a schoolwork to do, we had work to do, and yeah, we just found a way of, of doing that. Routine. And yeah, it was a routine, which we've always, and still do live by, quite a strict routine, really. And having that routine every day, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't know, because looking back, I did not enjoy that time that we were all together. Um, no, no, you, you say all the time. Yeah, I do. So there you and go. And it's a strange there thing a to say. And I, I actually have heard a lot of people say yes. that they actually did enjoy their yes. time yes. when we were locked down. Um, I, in fact, I would go as far as to say I don't think I saw anyone say, oh, goodness, it was terrible. I, well, I haven't heard anybody say that, but I'm sure there's a lot of people who thought that. Yeah. But when I say lockdown, you know, we weren't in prisons. No. We, we got out every day. All of us got out of the house every day and went for a walk because we could do that even in the height of, you know, the worst of it. And I think that's, you know, you get out of your house, that's... That's fine, I've never, I think it depends on the sort of character you are, doesn't it? If you're very gregarious and very, you know, you need a lot of people around you, you need that interaction, then I can understand it being very difficult for people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, different characters, it's obviously going to affect in different ways, but certainly from, from our point of view, I mean, I'll be honest, when the whole thing started, I just remember thinking, oh my goodness, we're going to go crazy. Yeah. Because, That's probably what we all thought. You know, I, I think, no matter, I think everyone probably, I mean, some families may be more honest and some may like to live in a world of where everything's lovely and actually maybe it isn't. But I think that whatever type of family you have, whether you get on with everyone brilliantly or whether you don't, mm -hmm. everyone always needs space. Yeah. You know, you, you need that sort of time, don't you? Yeah. To, to decompress and, you know, get ready for, you know, certainly thinking about having a teenager. Yeah. You know, that sort of school time, especially, you know, as we work from home, that school time is hugely important. Yes. For, for, for her and for us. Yeah. And so to suddenly say that's not going to happen anymore <laughs> yeah i was terrified i think we were worried that we just wouldn't be able to get everything done that we needed to get done oh um i i, I think my worry was more on the oh my goodness we're going to drive each other crazy yeah i mean and that didn't happen at all we no. we all we all we've all we all had our own little areas of working Bryony worked 
in the kitchen, at the kitchen table for her schoolwork. And then we just carried on where we've always worked in our office. Yeah. So it just, it, it worked, it just worked really well for us. And I think, you know, a lot of people found ways of dealing with it when they thought that it, it is just, this is going to be impossible. Yeah. And you find a way, don't you? Yeah, I mean... Uh, we that, had no, no option, there was no other option but to find a way. That's right, but sometimes there might not be an option to find a way, but sometimes there might not be a way to find. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it might be that this is, this is going to be disastrous. Yeah, and I think it, it depended, with children as well, it really depended on how your children handled it. Yeah. Again, I can imagine if your kids or child or however many you had or got if they weren't into the whole thing yeah you know it might be that they need that school structure yeah. to to get them to knuckle down and do their work and yeah. i can imagine that was really difficult but yeah. brownie is very self-motivated yeah and she was quite happy to be and in fact you know she said i quite like just working by myself there's no distractions she really liked that there was no kids distracting her from her work yeah. and she just she got through it quicker and we were very fortunate actually with her school in that they were there was regular online you the, know facetime yes. lessons where there were teachers were there live yeah every day that was going on yeah so it was still they really, were very good at school, yeah, were yeah, very, yeah. really very good during so we're, the lockdown. We were very, very lucky there yeah. because I think if that structure hadn't been there, it would have really created a, a, a real challenge. Yeah. So a definite sort of thing that I've learnt from the last two and a half years is actually if you shut the doors and don't go out, <laughs> you're going to be fine. <laughs> it's not that bad. No, in fact, it's quite good. Yeah. What have you learned? Well, I mean, I would agree with everything that you've just said. I yes. think that's a huge thing. So there's a positive and that maybe you hadn't thought of. No, I, th I, I, I was aware of that. Right. Definitely, because we spoke about it on and off, haven't we, over the last couple of years. But I think the thing I felt most positive about, I no longer feel that positive about. Oh, right. Because I felt more positive when we were kind of more in the situation because I was hopeful that change would happen because yeah. of what we were going through. Yeah. And now we're sort of coming out of it, fingers crossed, and you see the way that the world is working. Yeah. I'm just not convinced that, that it's really any different in terms of the impact to the sort of planet. And yeah. by that I mean, and I've never really been, morning, I've never really been that much of a... Is that your man or is that... It is, yeah. I didn't recognise my little man because he's got shorts on. Really? You know? He normally is like dressed up warm. That just shows you <laughs> how warm it is. Even in the warm weather, yeah. That shows you how warm it is. Folks. But he's got shorts on and he's in a different area, so yeah, that's I why I didn't recognise him. Why you stood in the middle of there? Yeah. Having a little wonder. I've never, I've never really, you know, I've never really been one of these people that wants to campaign for 
um, you know, things like climate change and looking after the planet and things like that. I'm always aware of it. But I watched a programme during lockdown. I can't remember exactly when it was. And it was Richard Attenborough. We spoke about it, I think, we on the radio show. We did speak about it. We have spoken about it. Yeah. And it was looking at various places all around the world and the actual sort of physical impact that the lockdowns had on the planet itself, on the atmosphere, on air quality, things like that, and also on the wildlife. Yeah. And it really, really impacted me quite, quite hard, I would say. Yeah. And made me realise that, my goodness, you know, if we can maintain this change, this is just such a massive plus for the planet. I kind of felt like the planet could breathe again. Well, I'm sure it could for that period yeah, of time. Yeah, for that period of time. But now, you know, the, I feel like the first opportunity that people got, they were piling back to the airports and racing back to their cars. Uh, you know, I just find it a bit depressing, really. I don't feel like a lot of people are really either bothered or aware or whatever the thing is because you know they're so keen just to get on a plane and go on holiday when I think really you know if we haven't got a planet you won't be able to go on holiday will you yeah, and yeah. if we're just pumping more and more rubbish into the atmosphere and I would say that you know planes are one of the big contributors to that yeah oh I don't know I just find it a bit depressing I was really hopeful that that was such a good thing that would come out of it and I don't know what well, the stats are and the figures and it may be well I can tell you that that, uh, that there are nowhere near as many planes yeah. flying in and out of this country than there were well that's good isn't it it it, it still is loads more than perhaps should be yeah but you know part of the problem with travel has been that because everything slowed down and then because everything suddenly went so nuts again yeah the airlines and the airports aren't able to keep up with demand and yeah. they're actually now they're cutting off flights and saying no because we just need to focus on so it isn't as high as it was but it certainly looks like it's going to get back to yeah. maybe where it was it's, I mean, it seems to be all about the companies and all about profits and you know these big airlines are suffering because people have not been able to fly and whilst yeah okay that's a valid point I just don't think that's as important and I know it's people's jobs people have jobs within these companies and I'm not yeah all, all that's all that's know. a fair point but but you know come back to what you said and that is there's no point having a job if there's no planet to if have the no, job on. absolutely and you need the I, I agree with what you're saying in that however you may believe that the pandemic came about you have to see these things as a sort of cry for help's the wrong thing but certainly the way that the planet reacted where everyone yeah. pulled back and yeah. suddenly the wildlife is like pushing outwards and yeah. everything is everything like you said is breathing you do have to think hold on a minute and you know again no matter what you may think about because you know this is a whole political thing and we're not going to get into that but no. you know the, the, the whole sort of 
the rights and the wrongs of of the greenhouse effects and all of that. Yeah. No matter what you believe, you have to consider that the planet is like a human body. And if you pumped total rubbish yeah. into your body, yeah. let's say you ate horrific takeaways for a year, yeah. you're not going to be in a particularly good state at the end of no. that year. And that's the way I sort of think of it with the planet. If you're pumping total rubbish into the oceans, mm. if you're pumping horrendous you know, things into the atmosphere yeah. through exhaust and through, you know, planes flying in the sky. Yeah. Of course it's not going to do good. I mean, how could you think otherwise? No. And so, yeah, I, I totally agree that... You see, I still think it's too early to say if... It probably is. ...if people have learnt, because I... People must... People must have learnt. We can't be the only ones... No, we can't be the only ones. But then I, I just think about all these people that, like I said, have been racing to get back on a plane oh, yeah. and have been going on look, holiday. What, what is going on in their awful. head? Why don't they care? Why, why are they not bothered? Because I think, unfortunately, we've got ourselves into a position. And in the middle of the lockdown, it felt different because people were, like, looking at you when you were out walking and saying hello yeah. and stuff. And... That was different to how it was pre-lockdown. Yeah. I think the whole, the, the, the sort of, the insular nature of society now, it means that people just think, well, I want to go on holiday, yeah. so I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. I want to go do this, so I'm going to go do it. I think you're right. But, but there's not a thought of, well, actually, what are the repercussions, the wider repercussions yeah. to me doing that? You know, is, when is you look there at the another pictures, option? I see the, the pictures that you see in... And there's and always another option. Also, it's horrible. You know, I don't know why these pictures get broadcast everywhere, but... And actually, Facebook's one of the worst for this. The videos that they put... I don't know what they're thinking, but, you know, the, the, there's now a watch button on Facebook, and you click on that watch button, and, you know, any time that you might accidentally do it, I certainly don't go looking for it. But sometimes I've got such big fingers, mm. I end up hitting the wrong thing. Mm. And I've seen like horrific fights at airlines with people trying to get on, you know, on planes that are full and you know, d d people totally drunk. And it's like, oh my goodness. You know, like, again, coming back to what you've said. Yeah. Did we not just learn anything from yeah. that? I mean, it's amazing, really. I mean, we we saw, we obviously, I mean, everybody would have seen behaviours of their neighbours, I'm guessing. And I remember during, <clears throat> during I don't know if That's it was <clears throat> hay fever in my throat. Yes. I remember during it's lockdown. Very I can't remember which lockdown it was, but one of our neighbours in the garden, they had this massive party, do you remember? Yeah. Next door but one. Yeah. And, you know, when you weren't supposed to be. Oh, yeah, you did. They were outside and okay, but then, you know, they wouldn't have been outside all the time. They would have been inside the house. And I just think, again... It's just selfish. Know, yeah, what are you, what are they, what are you thinking? Yeah. What, I'm going to do what I want. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and I imagine there's... Oh, that dog's so cute. Look how he walks. <laughs> this little dog, I see him every day, and he walks like a... Like a sergeant major. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> He's so cute. Yeah. I just think people's. I think it's people's attitudes. And this is obviously not everyone by any stretch of the imagination. But certainly, and I would from say the majority of people 
behaved in a way that was the correct way. Yeah, yeah. But as with anything, you know, you're going to get people doing... It's one of those silent but deadly trucks is behind us. Oh, right. Okay. I love electric, but it's also terrifying. Yeah, when you're in the park, they have these. I think he stopped. Oh, he stopped. He's emptying the bins. <laughs> they can you come can't behind hear you them, in the especially park. yeah. When I've got my earbuds in, I don't hear them. At Without all. your earbuds in, you can barely hear them. Yeah, I know. I, know. I mean, it is great. It will, if you think yeah, about, absolutely. Think about the future, and you think about the potential for motorways, and yeah, how noisy motorways yeah. are with cars going past. Yeah, yeah. If you suddenly took away all, all the, the engine diesel noise, engines, it's marvellous. I know, they need to make electric cars cheaper though is the thing before that's going to happen. So one of the things that you were positive about, that you are no longer positive about, is the impact it's had on society as a whole. Yes. And have we learned anything at all or have we just forgotten it all and thought, stuff it, I'm just going to go back to exactly what I was that's, doing before. That's my feeling that a lot yeah. of people do have that attitude that like, oh, you know, we've suffered through this for the last two years. I'm now going to do whatever I want. Yeah, I'm going to fly on a plane so to no, here. So and... no lesson learnt at all there yeah. really is yeah. there. No. Yeah, and I think it's just that lack of care really and that lack of kindness to everything to to the world you know anyway yeah. here's another thing that i've learned and that is i was always a shy person i've always been a shy person and i know that reserved i would say more than shy oh, right. okay well because you're certainly not shy with people that you're familiar with family and close friends yeah well yeah <laughs> Not many close friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'd never sort of stopped and considered it too much. I just sort of sallied forth and got on with life. But the thing that I've learned really closely and that I understand about myself now is, like you've just said, I do re on a one-to-one, -one, I'll sit down and talk to anybody. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. And on, I would be, I would say the same about me. Yeah, on, on a one-to-one. Absolutely, anybody, please. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hesitate <laughs> to come. If you and, ever see Dan? And have a chat. As long as there's not a pack of twelve of you. <laughs> you hit the nail. You hit the nail so firmly on the yeah, head. Yeah. I've learnt that I really don't like large groups of people. Yeah, and I'm the same. And and actually, Bryony doesn't like it either. So like when we, yeah, I mean when we go places now, even just outside in town. I don't like being around a lot of people. No. And I was, I I was never anything... like that pre the last two and a half years. Oh, I think that... I never liked it, but... I think that I that was always me. I just didn't know because I'd never, yeah, I think I'd never had the opportunity to experience that. What it was like. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, I think the thing that I just... You know, the thing I sort of took out of the whole situation the most was... I really did enjoy... Are we going in the grass? Yes, we are. Get out of the baking sun. I really did enjoy there not being many people around. Yeah. When, you know, I went out for my walk, it was just so peaceful. Do you, you know, know the, the other you thing... could almost hear the world. Yeah. Because you, there was no planes. Yeah, yeah, that's not, cool. You know, hardly any cars. No. And it was like, I felt like a bit like Ayla, you know? <laughs> and just thought, gosh, this is what in a very minor way the world must have been I'll like i'll tell you what it felt like right and i remember saying this 
it felt like how Sundays used to be. Absolutely it did, yeah. And my goodness. And I think we should never have got rid of that. Because it's like you know, if you talk about no, space to breathe. We never should have. We never should have. You know, you talk about the importance of of space from each other, you yeah. know, you need a bit of space. Yeah. Well the world Sundays were just yeah. oh, you know. And just think about No shops open. No shops open. Hardly anyone on the roads. Yeah. Really quiet. Really quiet. So what that would do is that would resolve. Okay, it's only one day, but, but it would it mean one day a, of less pumping gave, rubbish into the atmosphere. Absolutely. You know, it gave you a rest mentally as well. Yeah. From that busy world, and now every day is the same. Well, do you know what we learned watching Jane McDonald? <laughs> oh, there yeah. are still places there in are, Europe. There are. France, but, I think, is a good yes. example. Yes. Yeah, where so, they, the shops are just not open at certain times. Well, I think it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday, but also during the middle of the day as yeah, well. Yeah. It's the heat, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I suspect that might be the case in a lot of other hot countries. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've really... And I don't see this... I see this as a positive that I've learned this, because now I know that if I avoid, you know, large groups of people, I'm going to always be happy. I'm happier yes. not, not in a large Sometimes, group of people. You might have to be in a large group, and that's fine, but yeah. I'm certainly not going to rush to no. put myself in a large... I'm just thinking of, you know, the, the whole IKEA experience, yeah. but also as well, when we went, to, we went to a yarn show, didn't we? Yes. Yarndale, wasn't it? We went to Yarndale, gosh, years ago now. And I did not enjoy that. I didn't enjoy it either. And the, it was just the huge see, throngs of sample of, of noise everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that was crazy busy. Yeah, yeah. Literally packed like sardines. You couldn't even get to see the yarn on some of the stalls because it was like six people deep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't that be doing with pleasant. that. So It's not pleasant. I no, don't think I, it's pleasant for anybody. No. Even someone who loves people. And I actually, we've not been to a yarn show since because... Well, I wouldn't want to oh, go. Oh, no, we did. We went to that one in Leeds. We did go to Yarndale twice, I think. Did we? Yeah. Right. But, yeah, we, and we also went to one in Leeds, didn't we? Which was definitely a bit better, but it that's was. just because it was quieter. But it I was still, quieter. I'm not interested. I'm really not interested in being in a large... No, you know, we haven't been to one since, and we do get asked a lot if we're going to go places. Not in the last two and a half years, we haven't. <laughs> no, because they haven't been in existence, but they are coming back now. Yarn shows, I think, are coming back. Anyway, that's another definite positive for me is learning more about myself. Realising that small groups, love it. Big groups, no thanks. Yeah. Anything else from you? I don't know. I think I spoke about the main things. What have you got in your head? Because it might trigger something in my head. Well, another thing that I learnt from the whole of the last two and a half years, and I think I was probably already slightly aware of this but I've certainly learnt this now absolutely categorically and that is that the free press in its current organisation yeah. the way it currently works well it doesn't work it's a disaster because every story that's printed has to get clicks because that's the way yeah. that they get their advertising revenue. Yeah. And that's the way that they get paid. And I totally agree that they need to make money, otherwise they're not going to exist. No. But the problem is, for some reason, and I think it's because 
Well, I don't know. I don't know why it is that human beings click on bad stuff. Yeah. And I think it's because maybe your fears. Maybe you think, maybe I don't know. Maybe so. I've done I the same thing. I, I've done the same thing over the past right. couple of two and a half years. And I've had times during that, you know, the last two and a half years where I've just had to stop everything. Which way? Okay. This way in the shade. <laughs> I can't bear so this that sun. Way. Yeah. Yes. I've had times where it was just really affecting my anxiety and well it would do I, anybody it would do anybody but if you suffer from if you are an anxious person it, it was just the worst thing to do you know so i've had times where i've just retracted from everything social media youtube the news everything and i found it really difficult because you know that's the other thing the way that all these companies work these days is they employ people to make these things more addictive. You're totally right on the whole anxiety thing and it playing into it. Also though, I would say that if anyone stopped and spent any time reading a lot of the sort of Googled news, yeah. that by the time you finished reading it, you'd be anxious. You would. So whether you got anxiety or not, by the time you finish reading it, you're going to be anxious. Yeah. But, but I, I think what I'm, what I feel concerned about is that because now newspapers and news outlets realise that the more scary and salacious the story is, yeah. the more clicks they're going they to get. They make stuff up. They also take a story and report it but report it in such a way yeah. where it just makes it all the more yeah. scary. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, the thing that we'd spoken about before is, I seem to think we spoke about it before, but the whole toilet rolls thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was... That would never have happened had it not been for the media. Well, my understanding of it is that happened in one state in Australia. Yeah, yeah. And then it got reported on national news and everyone and that thought... that was it. Hey, well... The thing is, though, I said to you, there'll be a shortage on toilet rolls now in this country. Yeah. And, of course, there was. And the reason was... Everybody went out and bought a million. And I went out and bought quite a few. But that was only after... Well, I went out and bought quite a few because out. I knew what was going to happen. And this is the problem. It perpetuates yeah. things. You get caught in this cycle where... But, yeah. It's like, what on earth do but I do? if you'd have carried on just buying like you normally would, then there wouldn't have been any. No. Well, you, do you remember? Was, yeah, I know. There was one point there where... There was one point where... We were at the checkouts. Yeah. And we were thinking, what on earth... What are we going to do? And then this lovely lady... Yeah, that just had some in and they brought some round. I mean, it's just bonk... You know, is that not just bonkers? Yeah. That that situation was created? Yeah. I, I, I don't know... I don't quite know what can be done... But the, the, the way the media currently works, it exacerbates yeah. problems. It doesn't help solve problems. It absolutely does not. It might do in small, I don't, I mean, I, there's probably gonna be some positives that you could pull through the media shining a light on something which needed resolving. Yeah. But in my experience, that's the majority- not, Yeah, yeah, that's not what they want to do, is it? They want scandalous and the majority of the sensationalist stories, yeah. stories. The majority of the stories are A, negative, yeah. and B, really sort of scandalous, yeah. so that we click on them. And I still now don't, I suppose a positive 
is that I don't now pay much attention to the news. That's the other thing I think that has felt even more and I don't know if this is a good thing. In fact, I think this is a bad thing because there's going to be times when there's things reported which are true, but because of the way that they operate now, I would be willing to bet most people would look at it with through the, the lens yeah. of, well, do you know what? I don't completely believe what I'm reading here. Yeah. And that's not a positive situation to be in. No, no. We should be able to believe what's in the newspaper, shouldn't we? Surely. Yeah. The whole well, point of a newspaper is it's reporting the news and that should be things that are truthful. And it's just not like that anymore. The other thing that, that seems to have got worse, I think it is sort of in the last four or five years, is and I, I just feel like different news outlets report things in ways which reflect their political opinions. Yeah. And I find that really quite scary. Yeah. Because, you know, me as a layman, if I go in and pick up a particular newspaper or look at, you know, it's even worse now online because you could find yourself looking at something which you wouldn't normally. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't necessarily go pick up. I mean, I wonder how many people go pick up newspapers now. That's the thing, is it? I mean, I would say it's, it's the older generation that actually still pick up a physical newspaper. Yeah. I mean, you know, back in the day, you, you, you could sort of think, oh, okay, certain sort of broadsheets, yeah. I know I'm going to get, you know, fairly sort of measured, sensible reporting. Yeah. And it's the tabloids where I'm going to get the. Yeah, absolutely. Everything yeah. now seems to have gone tabloid. It does. It just seems completely insane. Another real sort of positive, I think, is I was really sort of taken aback by how well our daughter and her group of friends seem to have dealt with the whole... Yeah. There's not been anyone who sort of dropped off the reservation, you know, who's gone... No. And you just, you just would have thought, wouldn't you, that given... I just... Maybe it's as you get older and you start to understand the world a little bit more. When you're younger, perhaps you don't, but I just, I don't know how well I would have dealt with it. Yeah, I mean, it would have been very different to have dealt with this in the 80s as opposed to 2020, I think. I think more challenging in the 80s. Certainly for children, because yes. they wouldn't have had all the online teaching, would they? No. Chances or... are... They wouldn't have had any education during that time, probably. But also, or very little. They would not have had the, the, the sort of FaceTiming opportunities. Yeah, that's it. You know, Bryony was FaceTiming her friend, her best friend, every single day. And that was after massive. they'd finished school. Yeah, she that had was an, just it massive. was massive. She had an hour FaceTime after she finished her schoolwork, and they did that every day, and it kept them both going. You know, yeah. they would just talk about silly girl things. You know, yeah. yeah. And that was a huge, huge um, positive to the modern world that we live in, that she was able to do that. And I think that th that opportunity, just that there that you've spoken about, that might be one of the key things which kept her. Yeah. On the straight and narrow. I think so, yeah. Because I think it's so important, isn't it, that whatever age you are, that you've got... Is, is peer the right? I think it is. Yeah. Peer group. Peer yeah. group, yeah. You need to have connection. Yeah. And as much as she's our daughter and we're a mum and dad, we're not 
15, 14. You know, the Almost age... Almost 17 in Brian's case yeah, now. I'm, I'm meaning... Back then, th th yeah. yeah. back then. Yeah. And so it's difficult. We couldn't have... You did your best with... <laughs> in fact, you did your best so much, you actually miss the whole... I quite, you, I quite miss BTS. Yeah, she's not so much of a fan now. And in fact, she was clearing out some T-shirts yesterday because we just went T-shirt shopping for sixth form. And she didn't, no longer wanted her BTS t-shirts and I stole one of them oh <laughs> for goodness. me to wear. That's classic. I know, how funny is that? That is so teenager there, because I remember doing things like that. You, and you've, you've, in fact, you've said this, I think, when she was in the midst of it and when it was a bit overwhelming. Yeah. You were like, oh, she'll move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll move on and she absolutely has moved on. Um, and now you miss it. And now I kind of miss, I miss <laughs> Taehyung and... Dunkirk and all of them, but I mean, they fortuitously they, the they have actually sort of separated now. So you used to put on the stuff upstairs. Yeah. And you used to have to sit and watch it with them. Oh, that's right. And it's I really used to have funny. to sit through music video after music video. It's really funny yeah. though, because at the time you're like, oh my goodness, it's going to drive me crazy. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, oh it'd be so have nice. They, have they put a new song out? And she's like, I don't know. So <laughs> it's That's strange. really funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. So I think, it, I mean, it's such a big subject. You could talk about this for oh, just you absolutely so could. long. Yeah. But uh, I think the, the, in summary, it, it's maybe slightly too early to yeah, it probably fully is. say what have we learned, what haven't we learned. I think that at worst, at least the planet had the opportunity to breathe a bit yeah. for that couple of years. But I think that it'll be slightly better than at worst. I do think that things will change a little bit, but I don't think they'll change anywhere near as much as no, they need to. No, and I think, no. you know, the only way that we can get to that point is we just all need to consider you know when we make a decision what yeah. are the wider implications yeah yeah because you know the planet's been here a long time yeah and we're merely custodians of it absolutely and we owe it to look after it yeah gosh the the hedge is flowering again. Yeah, I know. I noticed that before. That's amazing. <laughs> Imagine if I hadn't trimmed it back. I know. It would be going absolutely crazy. Yeah. So we've made it. we made it home. Yes. Gosh, it's so warm. It it's not is. going to be quite as warm as it was yesterday today, but it's still going to be... Highly frustrating. Yeah, almost 30 degrees today. Oh, gosh. I'm hoping this is the last heat wave of the summer. Let's hope so. We shall wait and see. Yeah. And there we have a taste of India on our doorstep. <laughs> Oh, a menu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of another radio show. It's been wonderful to spend this little bit of time with you. I hope you've had a nice sit down or a nice walk nice of your walk own. with us. Yes. Yeah. And we'll see you in two weeks for more. See you soon. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.